thanks to Phil Hoffman Travel, it costs no more to travel with the best. This is 5AA Travel Talk. And joining us is the great man, Phil Hoffman. Welcome to the show. Uh, afternoon, Jade. Yeah, no, it's uh, a great day for good news today. Thank you. Good. <laughs> yeah, well, ScoMo, he made an announcement yesterday that the borders, uh, international borders are opening on Feb 21. So great news for the travel industry. It is, Jade. It's been, by the time we open on February the 21st, even though we've been able to travel out of Adelaide since December the 28th, you know, I think the real message now is that everybody, you know, can go and, and people can, tourists can come in, which will be great for the inbound operators. But by the, February the 21st, Jade, it will be 705 days that we've been locked off Gosh. as a nation. So uh, it's a long time. And what's that? Is that $600 billion or $60 billion? $60 billion, $60 billion worth of inbound a year and also about it's about $55 billion outbound as well. So yeah. it's just been lost to the industry and to all the people working in the industry. Uh, a lot of jobs lost and all that over this period of time. So there's a long way to go for recovery, Jade, but it's good news. And, um, you know, we're very positive now about the future because with inbound, it also helps with outbound because if the airlines are bringing in good numbers and then they're going out with good numbers, it gives a balance to the profitability of, of airlines coming back into Adelaide. So mm. we need that because, you know, they've only been carrying very small numbers. So this is good news for everybody in the industry, as I say, inbound operators for tourism. Uh, outbound and also for the airlines to get back on their feet again because they would be carrying big losses over this period of time. And uh, we've been talking a lot throughout the you know couple of weeks about certain bubbles and the Buller bubble with Fiji, that's been hugely popular. Absolutely. And uh, they've announced yesterday more changes to make it easier to travel to Fiji. Yeah, it is now. You only really do two days of quarantine period at your hotel that you, you know, can select. Um, oh, so you can select that. That makes it much yeah. easier. Well, well, they've, they've, they've nominated so many hotels that okay. they give that a, a very sort of a clean, as far as they're concerned, mm-hmm. uh, obliged by all the conditions, the protocol conditions, etc. So it's a great range. And Singapore and other places are doing exactly the same, Jade. But Fiji, I think, will be really hugely popular for South Australians because Bali's still off limits at the moment. Mm-hmm. So I think Fiji, I, I love Fiji. I think it's just a great destination to, to take family and go away and have a, a, a beautiful holiday. Day, whether whether with kids or without kids, you know, it's just got so many facilities and so many range of hotels that you can choose from as far as price is concerned. So that's good news. And if we got the numbers, we may see Fiji Airlines come back into Adelaide. I mean, it'd be lovely to have that direct flight that we had. We had two flights a week, uh, Jade, and it was just fantastic. Four and a half hour flight and you were there. So uh, Yeah, bring the, that back. Yeah. <laughs> you know, not having to go through Sydney or Melbourne, whatever. So, uh, yeah, fingers crossed cross that one day we'll get back to getting that volume back again. But no, good news with um, with the fact that uh, Fiji is, is going to make it very easy for travellers to go. As I said, you know, people are talking about Bali, but it's not open for ordinary tourists at the moment, uh, Jade. I look forward to talking to you about Bali because it certainly isn't as easy as uh, just booking a flight there. There's a few no, little um, no, hoops definitely. you're going to jump through. But we'll stick to Fiji for now because that is where you can go to sit by the pool and, and drink a pina colada. And you've got some really good good sale items happening. Yeah, we have, Jade. You know, we've got to all ranges, you know, for family, taking uh, kids as well, where they 
tickets can stay and eat free. We've got, uh, you know, Hilton Hotel has offered, got a good uh, package there as well, mm-hmm. and the Warwick and Fiji. But we've got a range that goes from top to bottom. So from, you know, two star, probably up to uh, nearly six star. Uh, and so, you know, it, the, the range is out there now for people if they're interested in looking at Fiji for the next 12 months. We've got all those programs available for them now. So there's a lot of specials that are available and certainly attractive to getting people back into Fiji. As I said, Jade, it's just such a, a, an easy destination to do. And, and, and the Fijians just love kids. So yeah. if you've got a family, that's the place to go. It's funny. I don't even look at what star places are. It's like, okay, let's look at the pool. What's yeah. the kids' area like? <laughs> Will they bother me too much? No. Awesome. Let's book that. <laughs> exactly. I think we're all like that, Jay, when we're taking the younger ones away. And as you say, if they've got the facilities there, you know, we've got uh, resorts where they've got golf courses, etc. So, so you know, for the person that loves golf, you know, there's uh, great courses there as well. With mm-hmm. uh, And so across the board, we've got the whole range of programs, Jade. So if anyone's interested, uh, just come give us a buzz and we'll look after them. Oh, that's great news. And you've got a special guest. We've got Erin Nash, who is your Assistant Manager in Leisure from Phil Hoffman Travel, who joins us. Erin, welcome to the program. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So today you're joining us from Phil Hoffman Travel, Glenelg, and uh, you've just returned from a skiing holiday in Europe. I really don't like you right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, just returned to the heat. (laughs) Oh, was it amazing? It was. What's the outside world like? Is it normal? (laughs) I know it was actually a bit sort of strange when I first got on the flight. And even when I first got there, like the first hour, I was like, oh, this is all a bit unusual. But yeah, after that, I was like, okay, back into the swing of things. How Um, easy was it to travel internationally? Sorry? Was it easy to travel internationally? Just like the old days? Um, Yeah, like honestly, it's short of needing, um, I mean, and it depends on which country you're traveling into, but short of needing like a negative PCR test and sometimes having to do an extra form, that's that's Mm -hmm. realistically all the extra things you need. So um, yeah, quite easy. So did you do the test in front of them or do you you just do it at home and you bring the test with you? How, How do they monitor that? Uh, no, so for um, so it's dependent on the country that you're traveling into or transiting okay. through. Yep. So um, I was actually flying into Germany, which at the time didn't require a negative test at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was flying through Singapore, and Singapore's rules are that even if you're transiting, you have to have a negative PCR test taken. So there's a couple of places um, like Climpast, uh, SA Pathology, even do it now. Um, the international test. So it's still a PCR test, but when you get the results, um, they're a bit more formal, like they have your passport number on there, your name, your date of birth, all of those details. So that's what you take and you uh, take the document to the check-in desk at the airport and they make sure you've got the right um, documentation, that obviously you're negative, and then you're free to go from there and check in as normal. And Erin, when you were over there, how, how did you feel? Did you feel like COVID was a big thing in the community or was it life is just normal? Um, I, to be honest, I actually didn't, which surprised me because before I left, I was not fearful, but I think it was more just people, you know, saying to me, oh, you're going overseas, you must be crazy. And, you know, other people putting fear in my mind. Um, but once I was there, it was honestly no different to just going around about your business here in Adelaide. So, you know, everyone wears masks, except over there, they have to wear the proper KN95 mask. You can't wear the, um surgical or cloth masks. Okay. Um, but, you know, same sort of restrictions when you're on public transport. You have to wear 
the mask. If you're going into a restaurant, you have to be um, sitting to have a drink and those sort of things. So really, like, it's it's very similar to what we're dealing with here. And what did you enjoy most about the trip? Probably just packing your bags and looking at your <laughs> ticket going, oh, I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah, honestly, it was just to get back over to travelling. I mean, obviously, working in the industry, we just love travelling. So we've really been isolated for two years and it was just amazing to get back to it. And I think now that I've done it as well, it's it's really not frightening and it's really not that complicated. And I know there's so much information out there, which mm. probably can be overwhelming for people. But, you know, that's why you come and talk to us. We're the professionals. We're dealing with it every day. And, yeah, it's really not as frightening as, as you know, probably what people think. So, I think once more and more people start doing it, we'll all start, oh, you know, so-and-so did it. Oh, that my neighbours did it. Oh, my cousin. It's fine. Come on. We'll all start booking within the next yeah. couple of months. <laughs> yeah. And I think it'll just, we'll slowly come out of our cocoons. And I think as well, it's just going, like, it's just having the right mindset about it. So, you know, I knew what could potentially happen. So Mm. I had, like, you know, plan A, B, Cs in my mind. Okay, if I get COVID over there, what's what's my plan for this? And, you know, there's travel insurance that you can get coverage if you have to change your flights and have extra costs for, you know, hotels and that sort of thing. So I knew all of that before I went, which, Mm -hmm. again, is, is why... Um, I guess now it's easier to come to an agent because we can help with those sort of things. But, um, yeah. Well, Phil, I want to ask you about that because insurance is some, well, looking at Bali, for example, you have to have travel insurance so that you can cover yourself. That, that's actually one of the conditions of entry to get into the country. So, um, not all places offer COVID travel insurance. So is that something that you can sort out? Absolutely. And Erin can answer that yeah. one, can't you, Erin? Because you're yeah, having it every yeah. day. Yeah, definitely. So the two companies that we work with, they definitely offer medical coverage if you contract COVID overseas. So um, countries, yeah, like Bali, Thailand, um, Singapore even, they do have those requirements and it's purely because they don't want foreigners coming in and contracting COVID and taking up a hospital bed or even like not being able to pay for the expenses. So Fair enough. Yeah, it's not an issue, and I believe more and more insurance companies are offering that sort of coverage as well. So, yeah. Erin, one more last question. When you came back into Adelaide on the flight with Singapore mm. Airlines, um, did you have to do a test the next day to just uh, make sure that you were negative when you came back into Adelaide? Uh, yeah, so I actually flew, yeah, with Singapore Airlines, I flew internationally back into Sydney just because at the time right, when I yep, booked yep. the flight, it worked out yep. cheaper for me to do it that way. Um, so I actually stayed overnight in Sydney. Um, nothing was basically checked there. I just got a text message saying that I needed to do a rat within 24 hours for being in New South Wales. But because I was flying back to South Australia the next morning, um, I didn't worry about it. Um, so when I got off the flight in Adelaide, they sort of asked if anyone had been overseas in the last seven days and there was maybe about 20, 20 of us, um, took us to the side and basically all that was required was get a PCR test within 24 hours. No isolation at all. It was just staying out of high-risk settings um, for seven days after that. Great. So, yeah, providing you're negative, which I was, which was great, mm. <laughs> um, you just go about your business as normal. Erin, thanks for, ca- yeah, thanks that was for coming great. on live. Not a problem. Thanks for having me. Great, we're going to take a very short break. We'll be back afterwards. And if you've got any questions that you'd like to ask Phil from Phil Hoffman Travel about travelling plans, now's the time to give us a buzz. 8223 0000.
Phil Hoffman of Phil Hoffman Travel. Well, it's my name on the door, and so at the end of the day, if someone needs something, I'm there to make sure that it happens. Really, we are the architects of anyone's travel. There's no need to sift through the internet and get confused. We have 10 convenient locations through South Australia, plus a great website and online service, but qualified staff to look after you all the time. And also, when anything happens, we're there with a 24-7 backup. The internet is not, and it's our personal touch to give you that all the time. Visit pht.com.au. Jade Robran on 1395, Adelaide's 5AA. 20 minutes past 2 o'clock. Thank you very much for joining the program. We're talking with Phil Hoffman from Phil Hoffman Travel. And, Phil, we've got another guest. Very lucky yep. today. We're busy. Damien we Perry, who is the Managing Director of... Phil, you can say this. Hattie Gruden. That just rolled off your tongue. Yes, you said that right, and it's not it's not Damien today. It's it's Andrew. I've stepped in. Andrew, yeah. welcome to the program. Nice to have you. Yeah, thanks for having me. Now, well, when did the border open, and uh, how do Australians access Norway now? Yeah, so uh, the border opened on the twenty sixth of January to uh, all travellers. So very excited. So Australian travellers are now eligible to enter Norway right now. It's pretty easy. You've just got to simply complete either a PCR or a RAT in Australia before flying to Norway and complete a quick registration form and that's it. So there's no quarantine on arrival, there's no test on arrival, there's no vaccine passports required. So once you land in Norway, you're free to go and do as you please around Norway. Sounds beautiful. And talk to me about Norway. What's the attraction? Yeah, plenty of attractions. There's, um, There's the Northern Lights, which is such a major attraction for uh, a lot of travellers, so the Northern Lights in winter. Mm-hmm. There's also the Midnight Sun in the summer period, so the Midnight Sun obviously being when it's just 24-hour perpetual daylight. And then, of course, you've got your seasons in between, your spring and autumn, um, plenty of waterfalls in those magnificent fjords and uh, plenty of wildlife and amazing cultural interactions. So, yeah, Norway's, Norway's got it all. Andrew, tell us a little bit about the Hurtigruten ship, you know, what it does along that Norway coastline because it offers so much uh, for our uh, travellers to uh, see so much of Norway but get a taste of something like about 34 coastal communities that uh, lie in that Norway uh, area. Yeah, so uh, Hurtigruten has been in operation along the Norwegian coast since 1893 and we got started out literally to connect all of those coastal communities and serving those communities by delivering mail, food, cargo and goods. And it's, it's still how we operate to this day along the coast of Norway. So we, we really are the local experts in this area and we, we do connect all of the communities to each other. And of course, travellers can jump on board and get a really authentic and immersive experience on board. Talk to us about the experience on board. Where do you go and, and what makes you guys different from the rest? Yeah, so visiting 34 ports, a lot of the ports that we do visit and, and due to the nature of what we're doing, you know, we're, we're providing these services to the local communities. Travelling with us, we do visit ports that no other operator uh, will visit. So we, we, are, we are visiting smaller, lesser-known ports, as well as the, the larger cities and towns. Mm-hmm. But we're, we're really kind of getting really deep into the heart of Norway and, and experiencing um, those little tiny little hamlets and communities. And when travelling with us, you, you get to see the everyday life of Norwegian coast, and that could be right down the end of these incredible fjords. Uh, you could be jumping out in a kayak in these fjords and paddling around, doing some 
uh, scenic coastal hikes, museum visits, uh, there's biking, cultural experiences. There's, there's so much uh, to do and see along 34 ports right up past the Arctic Circle. And um, the furthest point that we go is this tiny little place called uh, Kirkenez, which is 20 minutes from the Russian border. So it really is a, a bit of an adventure. Phil, have you done it? Uh, a little bit of it, but not not on the Hurdy Gruden, but I'd love to do it and have the time to just drop off in all those little places. But it's coming very popular for the independent traveller, um, uh, Jade. They really are enjoying it. And they, you know, and Hurdy Gruden has just developed so many beautiful ships doing it now, up and down. They're also doing down in Antarctica as well, the Arctic Circle as well. But uh, it's just a beautiful way, if you've got the time and the leisure, uh, you know, to be able to do it and jump off and see all these little places. But the scenery in that Norwegian uh, coastline is unbelievable. I mean, the fields itself is just something you, you know, everyone's got to see and experience. But to be able to do the midnight sun or the, or the northern lights, uh, Jay, just makes it very, very special. And, Andrew, you've got a special out at the moment for us, uh, for our listeners, if they wanted to travel this year in 2022. Yeah, that's right. So we're celebrating the fact that Norway is now open. Uh, so our current offers we've got, uh, we're offering up to $2,000 off suites and cabins for our classic coastal voyages. And there's also no single supplements on selected voyages. So, yeah, plenty to celebrate and get excited about now that international travel to Norway is resuming. And why not do it with us, with a local expert? Pretty good. Excellent. Okay, Andrew, thank you for coming on. We really appreciate it. And uh, we'll certainly be, uh, as I said, I'd love to do a hurdy in one day. just got to get the time and get the boss to give me some leisure time to get away. <laughs> <laughs> I think the boss might join you. It's been a minute since she's been able to travel too, hasn't it? Have you booked anywhere, Phil? Are you, are you heading off anywhere soon? No, not at the moment, uh, Jade. Um, I've got a lot planned for a 23. Yes. But uh, this year is more about, you know, sort of... Uh, I suppose, you know, making sure that the borders stay open and that we get people going away. And yeah. we're very busy at the moment with our plans for, you know, getting people away. A lot of VFR traffic going back to London and to Europe and America. Mm-hmm. So we're sort of busy and I want to be around to make sure that uh, we're looking after our travellers and getting them back and getting their confidence up. As Erin said, it's it's all about confidence of travelling and giving the support that people need when they, they travel away. And that's why, you know, I think we're going to be very busy in this next six months as people move away for that pent-up demand that's been lying around on everybody for, uh, you know, two years. But, Jade, I've got my passport. I know it's all ready and I'm ready to go. I've double vaccinated and had the booster, so I've done all the requirements to get going. Blew the dust off. It's ready to ready yeah. to be stamped. But, uh, interestingly, in our own backyard, people, there's the real demand there still to, to, to discover parts of South Australia. KI is super popular right now, isn't it? Absolutely, Jade. I, we call it the Galapagos in the South Pacific. It's got everything there for people to really, really enjoy it. And there's so many sort of different ways of, of seeing Kangaroo Island and experiencing mm. it from top to bottom. Uh, we got great news the other day that the Southern Ocean Lodge is going to be rebuilt that was destroyed in the in the fire, you know, a couple of years ago. Doesn't that look um, stunning? Those plans uh, are out of this it, world. It, it was just one of the lodges to stay in the world. I took the president of Azamara Cruises over there, uh, Jade, for yeah. a, for 18 hours or 24 hours, whatever we stayed there, and uh, he said it's one of the best lodges he's ever stayed in in the world. But just oh, the nice whole whole sort of place of Kangaroo Island's got it. But, Jade, there's so much we've got around with, uh, with uh, South Australia at the moment, and... Uh, 
The backing of the government's been fantastic with SA Tourism to give people, if they spend $300, they get $100 back in a voucher mm. to use elsewhere as it well. It makes it doable, so, Phil, you know? You it don't, does. You don't think twice. You go, yeah, okay, I could, that's 100 bucks a night or however it w- yeah. works out, and let's just do it. Let's, let's you know, book a and, weekend away. And, Jade, we've got Valentine's Day coming up next week with, on the 14th. So, you know, I, that's what I wanted to talk about, a little bit about South Australia, because a lot of the hotels in the city are offering great specials for you to go and stay and experience, you know, just staying at a lovely hotel where it's the Oval, whether it's EOS and others. Uh, they're all there and they've got packages. They've also got, like, day trips out to the Barossa or to the Adelaide Hills, uh, and cetera. So there's so many specials we've got. So if people are interested in just doing that little domestic holiday, but spoiling their uh, loved ones and or rekindling the, the flame, as I said, uh, you know, they can have a great experience and also getting a hundred dollar voucher given back to them if they spend three hundred dollars per booking, Jade. So it's a, it's a great way of seeing more of South Australia. I mean, we just love being part of it now because, you know, it's in our backyard. And the one that uh, we've really been uh, seeing a lot of sales at the moment, Jade, is the one with the Great Southern Rail going up to Brisbane and okay. back. Uh, and that has been very, very, very popular and uh, booked out for this year until probably December, January uh, at the end of the year. So if people are thinking about it, they've got some great stopovers on that, that train trip as well. And, and is that still going Gam- through Victoria now? Because it was, sort of, it was yeah, going go, as yeah, bypassing, go, wasn't it? But yeah, now you go, can Jay, it that. goes to the Grampians and you get a stopover oh, there. Gorgeous. Then it goes to Canberra, you get a stopover there, a day's experience there, and then you do also Coffs Harbour. And coming home, you do the Hunter Valley Coffs Harbour, uh, Melbourne stopover, and then back into Adelaide. And so a lot of people are doing the return journey, so going up one way and coming back the other way and staying on the train the whole time. And uh, it's a lovely way of seeing much more of Australia and having some really nice breaks, uh, breaking the journey as well. Yeah. Oh, the train a train trip's great fun. Oh, great fun, Jade. And you can have a time to just walk around and talk to friends and you meet new people on board, you know, internationals or you know, domestic people, and you just sort of have a chat. And, and some of the interesting things you get when you're on board a train, because, you, you know, you can sort of sit back. You don't have to worry about driving, and, no. and you're not going through security at airports. You're just having a good time and a few drinks in the meantime. Oh, you're talking my language, Phil Hoffman. <laughs> Thank you so much. We've got to okay, wrap things Jade. up. I look forward to chatting with you again next week, though. Okay, Jade. Pleasure. Take care. That's Phil Hoffman there. We're going to take a short break. You're listening to Adelaide's 5AA. Phil Hoffman of Phil Hoffman Travel. Well, it's my name on the door, and so at the end of the day, if someone needs something, I'm there to make sure that it happens. Really, we are the architects of anyone's travel. There's no need to sift through the internet and get confused. We have 10 convenient locations through South Australia, plus a great website and online service, but qualified staff to look after you all the time. And also, when anything happens, we're there with a 24-7 backup. The internet is not, and it's our personal touch to give you that all the time. Visit pht.com.au.